0: rock 102 springfield's classic rock it's 534 on rock 102 well (sighs) depending how you look at it today is okay if you like mostly cloudy day with a high of 51 uh tonight mostly cloudy with temperatures dropping to about 30 tomorrow is when things get a little goofy a mix of rain and possibly snow in the morning and then turning to all rain by the afternoon in a high of 40. It's 40 right now in downtown Springfield. An excellent chance of an open line Friday today. I can't tell you for sure, but I'm almost convinced that's going to happen sometime today. Also, comedian Kellen Erskine is going to be at the uh, the Loft Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow for their grand reopening. And we'll be talking to him around 8.45 this morning. Plus, tickets to the Western Mass Home and Garden Show, Keith Coogan tickets, and a whole lot more coming up in just a matter of minutes. It's 5.36 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Live in caught. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.50. And Aerosmith with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102.
1: It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 52. Tomorrow, a uh, mix of snow and rain. Ooh, that sh- sounds fun. And a high of 40. It's uh, 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an
0: expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house.
2: Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash. Uh, Cheryl Lee
1: Ralph from Abbott Elementary. You ever see that show? No. no. Says a famous TV judge sexually assaulted her once by ramming his tongue down her throat. She didn't name the man, but she said it wasn't Judge Mathis. What other famous TV judge? What is it's Wapner. I don't think he was the kind of guy that would do something like that. You don't think he'd play a little tonsil hockey with somebody if he'd given the chance? I don't think Judge Wapner uh, even would play table hockey what about air uh, hockey. What about uh, Judge Mills Lane? I don't know who that is. Judge Reinhold. Judge, maybe that's who it is.
0: Well, he was a very close talker.
1: Yeah, he's a very close talker. But they're such nice people. I want to take them out <laughs> for the day. <laughs> Uh, Linda Blair was reportedly on the set of The New Exorcist for a few days. The producers say she'll only be a consultant. But a source claims she reprised her role as Reagan McNeil. Really? Yeah. No kidding. She spit up pea soup, too?
0: Well, she's an older woman now. A lot of women her age have spit up pea soup. I
1: was going to say, how can you really tell the difference of what foods they're eating at this age?
0: I'm going to guess her head doesn't spin around and she doesn't do terrible things to herself with a crucifix.
1: Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird.
0: But no kidding.
1: Ben Affleck and Matt Damon started uh, sharing a bank account in high school so they have money for auditions. On the uh, Bill Simmons podcast, Matt admitted that it was unusual in retrospect but as long as one of them had money, they knew the power wouldn't get shut off. He said, quote, I remember after doing Geronimo, I probably had like thirty-five grand in the bank. I was like, we're good. We're good for a year. You we were allowed to take out $10 and get quarters to go to the arcade and play video games. Eventually, we were allowed to buy beer, which never effing worked.
0: Kind of adorable
1: go. when you think about it. Uh, ben said their positive attitude is what helped him, quote, uh, Matt and I always felt like we were in it together. Like, hey, I want to get the part, but... I want you to get that part too I think it was more of uh, uh, Ben Affleck saying I think you should Get the part Yeah I didn't really want that part
0: anyway The fact that you're a better Actor than me is Hardly part
1: of the the equation Ben that's neither here nor there but I appreciate you Letting me work And you getting out of my way And contributing to the fund Now go make more crappy movies (laughs) And he did Lots of uh, men would love to marry Rihanna, but only one guy had the stones to try to turn that dream into a reality. Unfortunately, things didn't work out the way he had it planned. The man actually traveled from South Carolina to Rihanna's home to pop the question. He was met by her security, who then called police when they showed up. They put him in handcuffs and had a chat with him. They didn't arrest him, though, because he didn't break any laws. They just told him to go away and never come back.
0: It seemed like a good plan. How could she possibly say
1: no? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, what, why wouldn't I, a multi-millionaire, hundred millionaire, right. uh, want to ruin my career by dating a peasant like yourself?
0: Well, I don't think it would ruin her career, but uh, I don't know if this guy had much of a shot. Yeah. Like, Don't you think if you were going to propose to somebody? You'd want to do it? kind of knowing that they weren't going to say no or call security?
1: You know, the guy's kind of got a good idea. You want to marry somebody who you never see. She's uh, traveling all across the world all the time. But that's different than marrying someone you've never seen. Well, yes, but you can just give me the money. Give me the money portion, and you can go fly across. Yeah, Yeah. I'll marry you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Here's something you don't see too often on daytime TV. Older women exchanging sex toys. No, you don't, and there's a good reason for that. (laughs) Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin were on the Drew Barrymore show yesterday, and Jane gave Drew a very special gift, a blue vibrator, a very bright blue one. It started when Drew asked if it was true that Jane's relaxation rituals include an adult toy. Jane replied, quote, there's my bed, there's my dresser, and in the top dresser drawer, you would freak out if you saw what's in there. (sighs) Do you really want to think about what's going on in Jane Fonda's drawers? Yeah, maybe 30, 40 years ago, yes. But today, not so much. And Lily Tomlin? No, uh, never. Uh, try try to make daytime TV a little more sexy if you're going to do something like that. <laughs> well, like, Jane's
0: still looking yeah, you know, pretty good for a woman her age.
1: That's the point, though. The woman her age. Uh, let's get you know, a group of women in their, like, you know, between their 30s and their 40s, you know? We'll get to... Uh, yeah, Bridget Monahan and uh, uh, Kate Beckinsale. All these, you know, like hot-looking women and they can talk about vibrators. Not Jane Fonda yeah, but and Lily Tomlin.
0: At their point in their lives, they're probably using the vibrators more than they ever would have when they were in the
1: 30s. Yeah, that's that's probably true. Elton John has performed Rocket Man countless times, but it wasn't until recently that he learned the inspiration behind it. In a recent interview, his longtime collaborator Bernie Topin, Revealed that the lyrics were inspired by Ray Bradbury's collection of sci-fi stories, The Illustrated Man. He said, quote, In that book, there was a story called Rocket Man, which was how about the astronauts in the future would become sort of like an everyday job. So I kind of took that idea and ran with it. To say, Who is that? Uh, Bernie Tobin. Oh, wow. It's very close. To which Elton responded, Do you know I never knew that? For some reason, he's Australian. I didn't, didn't realize that either. He never knew that? And been singing that song since, like, the 1970s, and he didn't know that that's where his friend came up with the lyrics for the song? I don't know if Elton really
0: ever questioned any of the lyrics.
1: He just, oh, will just do it.
0: I'll just set it to music and see how it
1: goes. We'll ju- I, could, I could put flatulence into a microphone, and people would buy it.
0: That's not exactly wrong.
1: It's true. It's like uh, any kind of major artist. You know, like Michael Jackson. There's a whole uh, belching Michael Jackson album. Yeah. It's worth like $50 million.
0: If you're willing to ruin your needle and you spin the record backwards, you can hear him. And he's laying it out.
1: Is that what it is? Big time. Kind of like that uh, Strawberry Fields thing? Yes. Uh, and there's a pic of Kim Kardashian enjoying a nice big pint of Guinness for St. Patrick's Day. Lots of head on it. No kidding. Yeah. She just had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had this much head was when I gave Ray J a congratulatio for <laughs> achieving his milestones in that sex tape you can purchase on you for thirty nine ninety five. Well, that's better than a fruit basket. <laughs> much better. Uh, Caitlin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once gave her the good old pork skewer. <laughs> A little $5 Happy Meal. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is uh, we went and saw that movie, uh, that Steven Spielberg film, E.T. The, really? The Extra to Testicle. <laughs> you should have seen what he did with his light-up finger. He wasn't and, phoning home. That's and, for sure. Well, there's Reese's pieces involved too. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty gruesome. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Hiya. Hi, I'm Head to Cap.
2: And now Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, with Scott's four-step, four easy steps to an awesome lawn.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, congratulations to the UConn Huskies for pounding the living bejesus last night out of the Arkansas Razorbacks at the Sweet 16 matchup of the NCAA Tournament. You kidding me? The Huskies completely smoked Arkansas last night by a final score of 88-65. Now... I spent a better part of the morning doing all the complicated math, and that's a difference of 23 points. In fact, I did it twice just to make sure I got the same answer a second time around. Now, you might think that part of the reason why the Huskies took such a commanding lead was because of their high-end luxury accommodations at the Luxor Hotel in Las Vegas. After all, the Luxor shows up pretty high with recommendations from AAA, it's got a pretty decent Yelp score. Well, that would not be the case because according to reports, the Huskies were forced to seek other accommodations on Tuesday night after the rooms at the Luxor were allegedly filled with what is being described as dirt, vomit and worse. Now I don't see a single room on Orbitz that lists any of those things at the Luxor. I see concierge service, a pool, a business center and an optional breakfast buffet. But nowhere does it offer dirt, vomit or worse. Now, you might expect those kinds of things at various motels around Bradley Airport, but at the Luxor? I don't think so. Nevertheless, the Huskies demanded to be placed in other rooms at different hotels, and those requests were honored, and everybody was able to get a decent night's sleep. Of course, it's often said that what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. However, that doesn't mean that housekeeping shouldn't be doing their jobs and picking things up. If there's dirt, vomit, or worse in my room, I would at least ask for extra towels and a few more bottles of shampoo. But to make me sleep in somebody else's filth, well, that's going to prevent me from leaving a good review. And I'm not sure the luck store is prepared to listen to my mouth and endure my pointed critique. But hey, and if I, it is my yappings. brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Scott's Four Step. It's only 100 bucks at Rockies with your Ace Rewards card. It's the best deal in town, and it just got better because you also get a free $15 Ace gift card with your Scott 4 Offer ends March 28th, so get a wiggle on. I'm Bax. So that's my view from the couch.
1: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's six twelve and Def Leppard with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be, and I will tell you in just one second, uh, it's going to be sunny today with a high of 52. Tomorrow, a mix of rain and snow. Are we not done with this yet, apparently? No, not yet. Uh, and a high of 40 tomorrow, or I'm sorry, Sunday, a high of 55 and sunny. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Open line Friday after 8 o'clock this morning. You can uh, pretty much uh, take uh, take that to the bank. And also, Kellen Erskine, who is uh, comedian, going to be at the Loft Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night. He'll be joining us around 8.45 this morning.
1: Ellen Burstyn? No, she, Kellen Erskine. She was in that uh, that movie we were just talking about. Uh,
0: the yes. Exorcist. The Exorcist. Yeah. Yes, she was great in nah,
1: that. Nah, you're thinking of Ellen Barkin.
0: <laughs> no, I actually wasn't thinking about that at all. I was thinking about that. Uh, the, no, not Ellen Barkin. Who was the woman that had the, uh, the, the daytime talk show? Uh,
1: Ellen. It was just Ellen. That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Anyhow. That's, you know, what,
0: uh, that's what's coming up uh, today on the show. Uh,
1: I have a couple of different things if you want to talk about. It. This is very, uh, you know, vanilla kind sure. of stuff if you want to. It's National Cocktail Day. What? Yeah. The most popular cocktail of 2023 so far is the margarita. But unfortunately, a big tequila shortage could be on the horizon. Ag- is it agave? Is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Yeah. Agave farmers are now struggling to keep up with demand. Can you imagine that? People not being able to get their disgusting tequila. <laughs> I can't
0: tell you how many times I've turned down tequila for her because of uh, how it affects me.
1: I never and always negatively. I never liked that smell, and there are certain like hand sanitizers now that have that smell to it. Like a it smells like a like a dorm room. It's gross.
0: <laughs> I don't mind a margarita. Don't get me wrong, but if it's a if it's a shot of tequila, no, no, no. I'm all set.
1: Uh, tequila is more popular than ever in the U.S. and agave farmers in Mexico are struggling to keep up. Last year alone, sales of tequila and mezcal—what is that? Mezcal. What is that? It's like a form it's of another yeah. form of agave. We're up 17 percent. Uh, agave plants take years to grow, and farms have been harvesting them a lot earlier in order in their growing cycle to keep up with demand. So the problem could start to snowball more and more. Mexico hasn't been getting enough rain either, so that's been causing issues too. In the short term, it could mean tequila gets more expensive, and eventually, it could become more and more scarce. By the way, the uh, report last month found the most popular cocktail is the margarita. Martinis are number two, with Moscow mules coming in number three. Who's drinking Moscow mules? You know the other reason why they're drinking
0: Moscow mules? Mm. Because they'd like to say, "I was like a Moscow mule in a in a in a in,
1: in that fancy." Copper cup. I think that's all it is. It's just the cup. Yeah. It's, oh, I look more prestigious by drinking out of this middle cup. Well, I think that's part
0: of the reason why people drink martinis, too.
1: Out of the glass.
0: Yeah, because the the glass makes you look more sophisticated. No one ever drinks a martini in a, in a solo cup.
1: Did you ever notice that, uh, like, I remember, I, like the martini didn't taste the same when it was in just like a regular, like you put it in a Dixie cup.
0: It's not the same. It's not the same No.
1: and I don't know what it is. Is it a is it just the idea, just because it's been ingrained in our heads that this is supposed to taste better presented this way?
0: I think because this is I and mean, this is all speculation here, but I think because of the shape of the glass, yeah, to hold a martini glass looks a little bit more sophisticated. Than if you're say down in a bunch of uh, you know Schaefer shorties in and the in the back of a truck your big red cup from Costco exactly yeah it just looks you're know, more sophisticated yeah you know, I like a martini because it's a drink and a snack that's basically you know the appeal
1: for me depends you know, on what you're getting in it yeah I mean yeah I, I, of course. You but, see these chicks with these gummy bear ones. It's like, that's, that's not a that's meal. That's you not need nothing. like an olive with some gorgonzola cheese stuffed inside of it. Yeah. Or a piece you know, of bacon. Olive
0: with, a, go- with a, you know, a clove of garlic inside. Yeah. Ooh, that makes you feel all stinky.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, my late wife used to make vapors. She used to take capers and V1 vodka and make like a like a dirty martini with the capers. Really? Really? Was really good. It was really good. Yeah, I got to tell you, that lady could, uh, could well, mix a drink. I mean, it's not unlike an olive. I mean, it's the same kind of brine, isn't it? Like the olive juice. Guy? Yeah,
0: but the, the I mean, the berry is different because yeah. you're talking about you know the capers, like a juniper berry, right? And an olive is an olive. It's an olive. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the, did- but
1: the the yeah right, the brine's not that different. It was pretty good. I bet it was. Yeah, but uh, you know, I've never. Again, my my alcohol uh, consumption was like if it's in a glass and it's got a lot of booze in it, yeah, I'll take that.
0: Right. You know, I'm not going to
1: worry about what color what shape the glass is in.
0: They they could have poured it in your mouth and your hands, you would have you would have had it no matter what kind of receptacle it was in.
1: Remember I did an ice luge once. You Ever see those? We did that at the those Halloween that, parties. Maybe that's where I was. Maybe and I just fr- couldn't remember it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Fr- <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that night we started off at Collins, in yeah. West Springfield, and
1: we went to that house where they had. There the- were
0: two. There were two booze luges that we had that night. One was like a a giant strip. Yeah, and the uh, and the uh, the channel where the booze gets poured through was kind of like a. I don't know. it it was kind of like a like a like a like a game of mouse trap. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that so the booze would slowly go down. And the other one we we went to, uh this was an anatomically correct female body part shaved out of ice.
1: Ooh. If you I know don't what I'm remember saying. Remember that. Yes. I just remember the long one that you were talking about. And that was at a house up in Holyoke, I think. That was the first one. <laughs> yeah
0: but then the uh, the cuz we none of us had done the uh, the booze luge before we should do that but again. the second one was uh naughty very naughty yeah actually like that one a little bit better we i sh- think it was because of what they were pouring we and sh- how i was drinking it
1: we should do that again the, yeah. the halloween party tour
0: that was a uh, that was a sloppy good time that was a
1: damn good time
0: yeah we took a for those of you who may not recall all those years ago we took a limo and i think we hit
1: eight parties yeah it and was
0: we, it was 12 years ago it was it that long No, yes. really yeah. wow 12 yeah. years ago we had like eight parties started off at collins the kind of pre-game uh the the evening's festivities yeah the uh the driver uh of the of the limo was right there with us yeah yeah you know, drove us everywhere we needed to go and we went to one party after another now, there was a
1: couple that were like in like uh, like banquet halls, yeah. Well, there was one. It was the Tatum Social Club over in West Springfield. <laughs> that's what it was. I always, I always, you know, what? I always find those little bars that are like stuffed back in a neighborhood to be hilarious because it's like really all these these people are putting up with this noise in the yeah. in the back of with this place. The Tatum Social Club is at the end of a street. The one I did last week, the VFW in Springfield, that's at the end of a like a like a neighborhood. Where's the VFW? Which one? It's it's uh it's off of Tiffany Street and it's, yeah it's yeah way in the back behind like a, and there's houses like right there. I, on I the used street. to live like right around the
0: block from there.
1: I just find that so weird that there these places are like in neighborhoods
0: th- we did. I remember we did a work release. I can't remember if it was like the uh, the American Legion or the VFW in Holyoke. Yeah, yeah. same thing. It's in a residential neighborhood, kind of tucked away behind. Uh, we did a couple of of uh, work releases there. Yeah and the average age of the people who were there was somewhere between 90 and 200 but still had a damn fine time
1: oh i'm i'm not saying that you're not going to have a good time at these places i just find it odd that they're like it's not in, like a commercial district of no. buildings you no know? it's
0: it's not on like a, say like the entertainment district of these towns
1: Right, that's what I mean. At least you have like a downtown area where oh okay you have like the, all these bars are in one place. No, no, there's this bar is like right in the right next to somebody's jungle gym.
0: <laughs> you know the problem with doing it. I mean, because you know, we did have a lot of fun, but the problem with doing it now, I, I I'm only gonna speak for me. My the speed of recovery from a night like that. Yeah, whole lot
1: easier twelve years ago than it would be now. I would feel that for days. Well, we'll go if, on the ge- we did that. We'll go on the geriatric tour. We'll take gummies instead. <laughs> CBD <laughs> one to ones. Yeah, we'll be totally baked by the yeah. end of it. Yeah, there you yeah. go. I, I think that would be a lot better than uh, getting hammered and feeling it the next day. Hey, do they do like a weed luge anywhere? No, but we could make something. We could make something. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could. I got, got an awesome set of tools. Absolutely.
0: It's six twenty one with Bax and Nagel and Rock one hundred and two.
1: I'm here with Scott from Aquapump, and Scott, you're. F- rock one hundred and
0: two, Springfield's classic rock. It's six twenty eight, and ACDC with Bax and Nagel and Rock one hundred and two.
1: It's going to be uh, sunny today with a high of fifty two. Tomorrow, mix of rain and snow, and then of uh, forty, uh, but sunny again on Sunday for a high of fifty five. It's thirty eight in downtown Springfield. Uh, we're going to have
0: uh, comedian Kellen Erskine at the uh, Loft Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night. He'll be joining us around eight forty-five this morning, and also an open line Friday after Ellen eight o'clock. Burston? No. I keep Helen uh, Erskine. I
1: want to keep saying that every time you say that.
0: I'll. I'm
2: sure he'll
1: appreciate it when
2: you
0: say
1: it yeah, at eight forty-five. I don't think I'm going to say that to him.
2: You want to laugh? Yes. All right. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day.
1: I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually On
2: Rock 102. I
1: make you laugh?
2: Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: All right, so a guy walks into a bar and says, one beer, please. Right? Yes. And the bartender goes, look, I feel you. I used to have a stutter, too. And then one day, my wife... Uh, pleasures me in ways that you can't even imagine. And from that point, I was cured. Really? Right? So the guy gets really excited and runs out the door without ever getting his beer. you imagine that? Imagine that. Yeah. The next day, the guy walks in back into the bar and says, One beer, please. And the bartender says, Didn't work, huh? And the guy goes, No, but your house is really nice. (laughs) He thought it was his wife. (laughs) He went over to get some loving from his wife. Oh, man.
2: Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
0: Here's your West. 633. With Baxson Nagel and Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by the Chiropractic Center at Ludlow, the go-to place for your next DOT physical exam. Learn more at the at the
1: cdl.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A West Springfield man has been arrested for a deadly shooting in August of 2022 on Long Hill Street, according to uh, Ryan Walsh, at around 2.05 p.m. Wednesday. 28-year-old Ricky Brown was arrested at his home on the 100 block of Cleveland Street in connection with the August murder. The Hamden District Attorney's Office identified the victim as 28-year-old John Rivera of Springfield. At around 1.45 a.m. on Saturday, August 20th, officers were called to report of a gunshot victim in the 100 block of Long Hill Street. Rivera was provided first aid and taken to Bay State Medical Center where he died due to his injuries. An arrest warrant was granted for the arrest of Brown on August 24th. However, attempts to locate him were unsuccessful until Wednesday. Uh, he was charged with murder and carrying a loaded firearm without a license as well as other charges. He pleaded not guilty to those charges in an arraignment in Springfield yesterday. No bail was issued for him. He's back uh, due back in court on April 20th. Uh, mm. what was I was going to say something about that. Now I can't remember. What were you going to say? I don't remember. Anyway, anyway, a uh, Springfield woman was struck by a vehicle on I-391 in Chicopee Wednesday night. According to the Mass State Police spokesperson, Dave Procopio, at around 8 p- 18 p.m., a two-vehicle crash occurred on I-391 northbound on the elevated portion of the highway over the Chicopee River. This crash uh, led to serious injuries of a 43-year-old Springfield woman who was the passenger of a Ford F-150 pickup truck. The driver, a 44-year-old man from Chicopee, pulled over. Because his passenger was feeling sick, she exited the vehicle and was on the side of the road next to the Ford when a 2015 BMW struck the rear of the Ford, which subsequently struck the woman. Uh, troopers applied tourniquets to the victim's left arm and legs, slowing blood loss and stabilizing her. She was taken to Bay State Medical Center and is in stable condition. The driver of the BMW, 27-year-old Xavier Colon, remained at the uh, crash, and troopers administered several standardized field sobriety tests. He was arrested and charged with OUI drugs and negligent operation of a motor vehicle. What a horrible horrible thing. You, you, no somebody kidding. in your car feeling sick. Hey, pull over. I got to puke on the side of the road. You pull over to the side of the road and then somebody comes and hits you.
2: Ugh.
0: Yeah, that's a real bad day. And you know, on the other hand, you know, unlike a lot of people that may have been under the influence, at least that guy stuck around.
1: Yeah, for all the people, all the hit and runs that we've heard about yeah. Chickabee and things like that. I, I mean, I'm, was,
0: I'm not talking about this guy taking a, a great deal of responsibility. I mean, obviously, he was very no. irresponsible driving uh, while under the influence. But the fact that he stuck around actually,
1: yes, at least there almost seems unusual. At least there's a suspect in custody yeah. in this case. Chickabee police are conducting an investigation in a wooded area behind several businesses on Memorial Drive Thursday afternoon. Uh, As spokesperson Travis Ordione or, or od Odeorn, I'm not really sure how to say that one. I don't know. Uh, confirmed that detectives are conducting an investigation off of Morial Drive behind a car wash and a tire business. He added that there is no danger to the community. Do you want to know what the 22 News crew saw? Yes, of course I do. So we get there and we see police tape in the wooded area and there's markers on the ground. It kind of looks like a big fort that we can all play in, but we really can't because you can't go anywhere near there. Employees of the nearby businesses said offices were in there for several hours on Thursday afternoon. It was crazy. Some good reporting. My Uncle Dan had a tree stand up there once. He used to shoot deer. But then all his businesses moved in and he couldn't hunt there anymore. It was a real tragedy. I think if you go in there, but you can't get back there because of the the, the tape, you can actually see the remnants of the old stand. It's crazy. Ugh.
0: So newsy.
1: It's like, you know, it's just an investigation. Just why even bother reporting on it if they're not, if they're being mum about it, then you just got to wait. Just wait until the actual story comes out.
0: Or you just don't offer what you saw if that's not information. That's just yeah. an observation. This is crazy.
1: Yeah, it is crazy. A uh, suspicious, suspicious package was found in the area of Main and James Street in Holyoke Thursday night. Just one? (laughs) it has got to be suspicious activity and packages all over that city. The Holyoke Fire Department was sent to the area of Main and James Streets for a suspicious package around 11 p.m. Uh, According to the uh, department, the neighboring residents in the area were evacuated for safety until it could be determined what was in the package. Can you imagine that? 11 o'clock at night, they're all telling you, oh, yeah, you got to get up and uh, and get out of here for a while until we find out what this thing is.
0: Listen, at 11 o'clock at night, I'm fast asleep. If you if the if the cops are banging on my door, I'll probably sleep through it and take my chances. Yeah. What they find in the package, by the way. See,
1: that's what that's this. Uh, this is the reporting that you need to that they need to ask. What did you find? It was not not explosive. It, not explosive. It was not dangerous. What was it? Nobody says anything. Nobody asks these questions.
0: See, that's the important thing. It's like it's looked at like if. Uh, like a food delivery driver gets yeah. uh, gets you know jacked by uh, you know, uh, with a gun.
1: Don't you want to know what he was delivering? Yeah, you know, what was I would, what was the food? What was on the pizza? I would like to know that. Yeah, these are good details because then you could make up your own little observations yes. and conclusions about anything else. Like, That's a whole lot better than what we saw. Like if uh, somebody gets shot and but they had a, a pizza in their car and then you open it up and it's a Hawaiian pizza and then everything finally makes sense. Yeah. I, I can see why that guy went nuts. Somebody thought he, he <laughs> i pulled out my gun too. <laughs> he was already crazy putting pineapple on pizza. That's disgusting. Uh, a mass state police issued rifle was stolen from a police crew overnight in Malden. State police uh, spokesperson Dave Procopio said the cruiser was burglarized while parked in a garage in a residential complex in Malden. A preliminary investigation found the cruiser was locked and the rifle was secured in the mount. It is believed uh, the suspect forced entry into the cruiser. State police uh, say at this time no indication of the rifle that has been used during uh, following the theft. Uh, police are still investigating. I didn't know Officer Biden. I was just thinking the same thing. Did he transfer? I thought he was uh, retiring that's from what the Holyoke Police. That's and, what I uh, thought, too. Now he's up in Malden. Well, sometimes I like to be a consultant for the Massachusetts State Police. You know, I would have taken care of this <laughs> rifle, but I had to poop so bad, and I was at my friend's house, yeah, and yeah. we were playing a game of gin rummy. And I said whoopsie, I forgot to lock my cruiser up and the gun is stolen. My, my bad. bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so good to know that the streets are safe with Officer Bumbles on the on the prowl. Uh,
1: you know, I always wondered that. Like, you know, with these cruisers that sit out and obviously the you know, they're allowed to take them home. And uh I wouldn't mind, you know, having a neighbor with a with a mass, you know, state police trooper oh, uh, yeah. cruiser right out near the house. It's That's that's like the ultimate stay away. You don't really need to have ADT, you know. <laughs>
0: if you if you got a police officer living uh, nearby or a state cop with his cruiser out there, you're as safe as anything,
1: as anything. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I always wondered, though, like how easy it is to break it. I mean, it's just like any other car, wouldn't you think? Or is it all bulletproof glass on those things?
0: I mean, those things are souped up. Yeah, you know, for the purposes of doing their jobs. Right. Yeah, I mean, you got to have a big set though to break into a cruiser
1: at a state cop's house. Well, you know, it might not even have been at his house. He might have been just like you know, hanging out with some chick for the weekend in Walden. Whatever.
0: You You see a you see a state cop cruise any cruiser
1: in a driveway. You're gonna have to have a pretty big set to start, you know, breaking into it to try to do that. To try even to think about doing that, I'm gonna go get that. <laughs> that's a nice AR-15. I would could be a shame if somebody took it.
0: Would be interesting if I just happened to fully, uh, come across a taser or two.
1: All that stuff. You think about all that's. Think about all the cool stuff that's probably in the back of a trooper's vehicle. Oh, there's probably stuff that you and I don't even know about. You, get, uh, you got the loudness, you got the silences. You got your speed cooker. And this one's for shooting down police helicopters.
0: Oh, I don't need that.
2: Yes.
1: But uh, yeah, I'm sure there's pretty cool, like, a, probably a really cool first aid kit in there with all kinds of Oh, cool, I'm sure of stuff. that. See, like, you know, my ki- if I have a first aid kit at my house, <laughs> my kids destroy it. Yeah, right. Why? What? What is the, uh, what is the, uh... Attraction to playing with a bunch of band aids and gauze and tape and things like that,
0: and it's probably like all and like dolls and stuff. Yeah, like they're like they're playing nurse with their dolls.
1: Yeah, I well I but used, you had, you know, yeah, basically taking away the
0: inventory of your first aid kit.
1: I used to take my mom's maxi pads and make uh, beds for the He-Man dolls out of them. <laughs> That way, they got a good night's sleep, they, and the beds were super absorbent. They were clean. They weren't. <laughs> they were out of the box. But uh, yeah, I used to use them. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. oh uh, uh, you know, he man. I would pretend like he man and Cringer were tired for the night. Oh, well, there's nothing around here, He-Man. Well, there's a Motel Six right over there. And, and sometimes, when you weren't paying yeah. attention,
0: suddenly He-Man is glued to the to the mattress. Yeah.
1: So I would like kind of combine worlds. I would be Tom Baudet. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say like, "Well, my friend Skeletor, you know, he had a real hard time with it." But I'm Tom Baudet with Motel Six, and we'll leave the light on for you. you know, a little, little flashlight with the He-Man and Cringer walking up to it. The hot redhead Tila never made it to the party, though. Yeah, I don't well, know what happened uh, there. She had she
0: at least said some sense on Your it. Your
1: Pioneer Valley <laughs> forecast today is going to be uh, sunny with a high of uh, 52. Tomorrow, not so nice. Mix of rain and snow with a high of 40. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagle, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. G.G. Inks. Scream.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. at 6.50. And the James Gang with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It is uh, going to be sunny today with a high of 52. Tomorrow, mixes snow and rain, and then a uh, high of 40. And, and at least for Sunday, it's sunny and 55 again. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh,
0: this Sunday afternoon, you and I are going to be like the MCs for the uh, for the, uh, the big show with the uh, U.S. Air Force Concert Band mm-hmm. coming out of uh, Washington, yep. Spent a little time at Symphony Hall. You and I are, uh, we got the program all set to go, we know who we're introducing and uh what we have to say and the only thing that uh, that that leaps out at me is the suggested attire is a sports coat
1: a white sport coat and a pink carnation um, i'm all dressed up for the dance i don't see anything here about pants it just
0: says sports coat and is it possible that i need that i'm going to have to wear other things too or do i just show up on stage in a sports coat
1: you don't need pants just a sports coat
0: I don't want to scare anybody out of Symphony (sighs) Hall if I can help it. You know who's going to be there? Who? Mayor
1: Dom Dom.
0: Yes. He's uh, one of the people we're introducing.
1: Yes. And uh, it was announced uh, yesterday that Springfield Mayor Dom Dom is officially on the ballot for mayor of the 2023 municipal election cycle. Yay!
0: Of course, he's not the only one. There's like a collection of, what, four or five people that are uh, also on
1: it? Yeah. Now, Sarno hasn't made an official re-election announcement. The election's office has posted that he submitted sufficient valid signatures to run as a candidate for re-election. So he didn't say it, but he made the action to do it. He'll he'll say it.
0: And, I, and for all we know, maybe there's a, an announcement today. But does he have to say it? I mean, doesn't just isn't it just assumed... That he's going to run again.
1: You no, know, he says things like, uh, you know, I got a friend named Simon. He always wants to play what Dom Dom says. <laughs> Simple Dom Dom. Did you know that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was based on a true story? Really? I ate a baby turtle, swallowed a hole. When I got rid of it, it grew to six feet and now knows karate. <laughs> They made books about this. Yeah, I bet. yeah movies. I bet they did. Movies. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? You know, the opening scene of the movie Saving Private Ryan is loosely based on games of dodgeball I played in second grade. <laughs> I can hit you so hard. How hard is it? I can hit you so hard that I can alter your DNA. Really? Really? Decades from now, your descendants will occasionally clutch their heads and go, What the hell was that? (laughs) A handicapped parking sign does not signify that this spot is for handicapped people. It's actually, in fact, a warning that the spot belongs to me and you will be handicapped if you park here. Yeah, so it's a veiled threat. I also know Victoria's Secret. (laughs) She was made up by a dude. I just heard that song earlier <laughs> <in> this morning. <laughs> so Mayor Dom Dom going to yeah. at the uh, concert on Sunday.
0: Yeah. So we're introducing him. Also Chris Kelly from MGM because they're the uh, the big sponsor of the uh, the entire event. The uh, the U.S. Air Force uh, Band is really excellent. It's going to be a good show.
1: It's going to be a, a a great show, and I always uh I've always wanted to see a live performance of that.
0: Yeah. Well, it's they're good, and uh, starts at three o'clock. At Symphony Hall, still believe that uh, tickets are available, uh, but uh, you might want to check on that. And uh, I have to decide
1: more than a sports coat. I would like to think so. You know, I once shot down a German fighter plane with my finger. <laughs> I just said "bang," and it <laughs> fell right out of the sky. That's all it took. Huh? I got two speeds, you know. Really, walk and kill. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, he's probably like, what? What is it? What is he doing? What is it? What is this guy doing to me? <laughs> it's six fifty-five
2: with Bax and Nagel and Rock One Hundred Two. Two terms. And now Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, with Scott's four-step, four easy steps to an awesome lawn.
0: Hey. Good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, remember yesterday when I told you about picking the Sweet 16 by using a can't-fail system of side-by-side cost assessments between participating universities? And you remember me telling you that you were either going to say, my God, the fat guy knew what he was talking about, or you were going to say, what the hell am I doing taking advice from this idiot? Well, today you may consider doing both, since my can't-fail system can apparently only be right 50% of the time. Yesterday, I told you that if you compare the approximate cash value of an out-of-state education of each of these teams in both the East and West Regionals, you would have had UConn, Gonzaga, Tennessee, and Michigan State all advancing into the Elite Eight. And while I was right on the screws about UConn and Gonzaga, I failed to take into account that FAU or Kansas State would be scoring more points than either Tennessee or Michigan State. Tonight, of course, you got San Diego State at $43,000 a year against the University of Alabama at $50,000 a year. The University of Miami at $75,000 a year against Houston at thirty-seven. dollars Princeton at seventy-five dollars against Creighton at sixty. dollars And then you have Xavier at $60,000 a year against Texas at $59,000. Based on that information, then Alabama, Miami, Princeton, and Xavier are all walking out of there with a win. Of course, I was pretty confident about this yesterday, and look what happened. Of the four games that were played, I correctly chose two. That means there were a lot of dejected college students from Tennessee and Michigan State who were left with nothing but a substantial mountain of insolvable financial debt and a bad set of brackets. And while they are valuable life lessons to be drawn from this sort of brutal disappointment, don't blame me for steering you in the wrong direction. I was very clear that you could be getting advice from a total idiot who thought Marquette was going to the Final Four. In other words, there could be a chance that I might not be offering you very good advice. But hey, enough of my yappings. Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Is this the year you paint your house, or maybe just paint the pantry? Go to Rockies for Benjamin Moore Paint. For most of their paint know-how, good people paint people and rock-solid service in the paint department at every single Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, That's my view from the couch. Rock, rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.07 and Guns and Roses with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be sunny today with a high of 52 tomorrow. Mix of rain and snow. Ugh. Really? Yeah, Are we done it. with this yet? 40 for a high tomorrow. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, next hour, uh, real quick, I want to give you a little bit of a heads up. Next hour, it's going to be an open line Friday. Now, you, we talked about this yesterday. No profanity. No hate speech. Keep your racist comments to yourself, or call some other radio station that require that enjoys that kind of thing. Yes. We will not put up with that kind of foolishness here today. Yeah.
1: There are uh, two other morning shows in this area that I could think of that would love that kind of behavior.
0: Yes, I can think of that too.
1: And I encourage you to, to <laughs> share your opinions with them. Yeah, just not with us. Uh, so I'm I've been reading more about this uh, this baby that was left on the porch of a Springfield couple's home last week.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And this is, this is the story that came out in Mass Live yesterday. The mother of a newborn baby boy abandoned on a Springfield couple's porch over the weekend left the couple a letter asking them to take care of her child and keep him out of state custody. Julianis and uh, uh, Angel Avellis uh, said they uh, found a newborn boy uh, resting in a knocked over car seat on the doorstep of their entry Brook Drive home on Sunday night after spending the weekend in Boston visiting family. A bag of diapers, a pacifier, and formula were found next to the newborn with a note that the infant's biological mother left to the family. Now, I kind of missed this. I thought... Yeah, this wasn't reported before. I didn't realize there was a bag of diapers, a pacifier, and conveniently formula, which it it just seems kind of weird that somebody would just leave a baby out in the cold like that, but care enough to provide it with all the stuff that comes along with it.
0: Now it also kind of suggests, and maybe I'm kind of you know you, leaping to conclusions here. Yeah, that maybe this woman knew the the the, well, the, the family that she was leaving the baby with.
1: Well, well, I don't know that. I can't I can't connect those two things. But it is kind of weird that you know you would just and and it's been pointed out that this is a this is a cul de sac. This isn't like, you know, randomly driving by on uh, Main Street in Springfield. It's like it's like you almost had to know who was living in that home in order to drop the baby off. So yeah. maybe it's somebody they know, and maybe they don't know who that person is. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Uh, Julianas uh, said the note read as follows. Please take care of me. My mom loves me, but she can't take care of me right now. Please don't give me up to the state. They're bad people. A message was also written on the back of the note reading. Thank you for taking me in and God bless you. After picking up the uh, baby, Juliana said the infant's eyes were so swollen he couldn't even open them and his skin was so cold to the touch with cracks all across it. The baby also had serious swelling on his face. Authorities believe the baby was presumably left outside the couple's home in sub-30 degree windy weather for two days. The 28-year-old mother of two said she quickly carried the baby over to her car to warm him up. Seeing the newborn was in need of serious medical attention, The couple said they immediately called 911. First responders quickly arrived at their home and rushed the baby to Bay State, where he's since shown positive signs of recovery, according to the Springfield police. The infant has uh, since been brought to the custody of the State Department of Children and Families, and the outcome of the uh, child's biological mother pleaded against her in her letter. Police are now trying to locate the mother of the infant who might need medical assistance. Anyone with any information on that is asked to call the police. Julianis believes the baby boy was left on her family's porch for a reason. Out of all the houses on our street, she left her baby at my house. Uh, The uh, Veles family is now looking to adopt the baby boy. Mm Julianis says she wants the child's biological mother to know that her family is trying the best for her baby and want to give him a family. But they don't just do that. No, they don't. They don't just give you custody of a child even though the note says so.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're adopting a stray dog. Right. I mean, you've, you've got to go through, you have to go through family services to make sure that, one, you're a, I mean, they do that to make sure that you're a safe, a safe environment for any kid. Yeah. If you're looking to adopt or foster well, a kid. Th-
1: that's the thing. I mean, just because you have, I mean, listen, I'm not like poo-pooing on these people. Uh, this is what happened. And Maybe they do have a you know, deep desire to yeah. adopt this child, but that's just not how the world works. You know, there's processes, and, and like you just said, you have to find out what kind of home this is that they live in. You can't yeah. just, you know. Th- as much as you hear all the negative press about DCF, they do do good work, and they do vet people, and they try their best to do it with the resources that they have.
0: When it comes to vetting a family in a situation like this, they have no other choice. They have to do this. So, I mean, I, in spite of the note not wanting the state involved, hate to break it to you. Yeah. State's going to get involved.
1: The uh, Avelis family hasn't had the easiest time navigating through the adoption process with DCF after informing a DCF representative that they're looking to adopt the baby boy. On Tuesday, the agency reportedly told Julianas that they'd already found a suitable foster home for the infant. Uh, I want DCF to put themselves in our shoes, see what we're feeling, and just give us a chance. Give the baby a chance to have a family that already cares for him, Julianas said adding that her nine-year-old son who witnessed the incident continues to ask how the baby boy is doing. As of Thursday afternoon, the Avelis family said their communication with DCF hasn't changed much. They've remained optimistic and are hoping the agency gives them the opportunity to give the boy to a permanent home. Due to state and federal privacy requirements, DCF spokesperson said they can't provide any information on this whole thing. I That's the end of the story. Uh, there's really not much else to it. It's but it is now, you know, hearing these other things, it kind of makes you wonder, did you know the family when you dropped this baby off? See, you provided it with formula, blankets, things like that. I've had
0: questions about this whole story from the beginning, and I'm not pointing fingers and I'm not laying blame on, on anybody, especially, you know, the the, the family involved in it, 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 the, the family that called the police or or anything. You know i i had questions about how come no one heard the baby and i had questions about how come this is you know this baby was left out for 48 hours did it not did it not cry normally right. a baby would cry after you know one boom boom in the pants and that's it but in a situation like this in spite of your desires to find the best possible situation for this for this child You know, there are a there are a series of processes and uh, and, and actions that the state would have to take to make sure this kid is placed in the most safe environment that they can that they can be in. Now, obviously, we've all heard stories about how not every situation in fostering is a great situation. There are situations that fall through the bureaucratic cracks in the system, and it's and like you say. DCF does the best job that it can. They are notoriously understaffed With and notoriously underbudgeted. Under yeah. Exactly. So you know you hope for the best, and it would be great if this family were able to at least you know be in consideration. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand that that's not the way these things go.
1: The the other thing that I'm I'm kind of like confused on is the the camera, like the. It's just saying, like, the baby just kind of appeared on the camera at some point uh, during this surveillance thing. Like, there was no shadows of other people. There was no... It it just seems kind of weird. Not only that, but if it was left... If the baby was left on the step on a Friday night, doesn't the mailman come by... Uh,
0: on a Saturday? On a Saturday? You would think so? And would you think that a mailman would find it unusual that there's a... Uh
1: Unsupervised child in a car seat. Can you imagine they find out the mailman didn't do his deliveries that day because... It was nothing but junk mail? Oh, it was nothing but junk mail. Why do I need to walk down this street? I'll just get it on Monday, you know? <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're like, hey, uh, weren't you on uh, Entry Brook Drive on uh, on Saturday? Uh, yeah. Did you deliver the mail? Yeah. You see any weird packages sitting outside of somebody's house? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, uh, by the way, uh, we found a baby outside of a porch that you should have noticed if you were there. I'm just I'm just speculating on how. <laughs> but I, did... but again, the, the the whole thing is just weird. It's just, it's just a weird set of circumstances. Yeah. I mean, everybody everybody wants what's
0: best for the for the baby, right? They, I mean, obviously yeah. that's that's what you hope for. And I'm sure that this family that would like to adopt this baby, you know, is doing it for for noble reasons i mean i I totally understand that completely understand that but i also understand that the the state has a requirement and an obligation that it has to fulfill to make sure that this kid is placed in a safe environment and if it means social workers come to this family's house to see what they you know what kind of situation yeah this baby would be in if they were to place the baby there that would have to be all a part of it it's not like you're just applying for it's not like you're applying for something online, and all of a sudden, boom, twenty-four hours later, it shows up like a Amazon package. Yeah, it's a little more complicated than that. Well, I but, I have, but I have, but I still, I still have my questions about how, for forty-eight hours, nobody noticed the thing.
1: I don't know. I've seen DoorDash laying outside of people's houses for a couple of days cuz they didn't went to into the wrong house or you know.
0: Or the person who called it in was drunk and, and didn't that, know.
1: And that's the other thing. Maybe this baby was dropped off at the wrong place. Could be. No, no, no. I meant Entry Brook Drive in Indian Orchard, not Entry Brook Drive in Springfield. <laughs> is, is there one in <laughs> no, Indian Orchard? No, you know how they always do that whole uh, it's Main Street yeah. Where the fire department has to figure out which Main Street they're talking about. Is it Main Street and in New, New York Orchard, or the Main Street? New downtown, in right. Springfield, right. So maybe it's <laughs> like, maybe there's two Henry Brook Drive somewhere. I don't
0: believe there is, but I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Well, anyway... Uh That's the mystery that we're dealing with in Western Mass right now.
0: It's 718 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery.
1: They print their shirt on your back. Heck,
0: they make the Rock 102. It's classic rock. It's 725, actually almost 726. And Billy Idol with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Mostly sunny today with a high of 52. Tomorrow, a mix of rain and snow with a high of 40. It is 38 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: You okay. know, we, uh, we've had uh, Marty Caproni on a number of times talking about uh, the Loft Comedy Club. I don't know who that is, but go ahead. Yeah, you know who that is. Is that guy who uh, yeah. he fills in. Anyway, uh, the, uh, the the club is now open, and I believe this weekend is the grand reopening of the Loft Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. View Street and uh, Chickabee. Kellen Erskine will be joining us after 845 this morning. He'll be there tonight and tomorrow night for two great comedy shows.
1: That's going to be a good time. Yes, it um, will be. I was uh, I had to stop at uh, the Cumberland Farms this morning on the way to work to get a little gasolina mm-hmm. and um, and a couple other items and then uh, I go up to the counter and you know those people the clerk says uh, the total comes to nineteen eighty six right okay you know those people like when it when a when like a, a total comes up they're like oh that was a good year right
0: yeah I know those people
1: so the clerk says. Uh, she goes, oh, that, oh, 1986, that was a good year. And I didn't say anything because I'm thinking about it. I'm like, 1986. And then I come out with, wasn't that the year the Challenger exploded? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, oh, yeah, there was that. Yeah, well, she I goes, mean- yeah, but it was a good year otherwise. And I'm like, wasn't that the Iran Contra where we sold arms to Iran? Yeah. Uh, that didn't. Wasn't it also when Chernobyl happened? Yeah. Wasn't that
0: the year the Red Sox lost in the World Series? Yeah. Yeah. Nin-
1: Nineteen eighty-six was not a good year. Yeah. Come to think of it, eighty-six <laughs> was a terrible year. Yeah. Sorry to poo-poo on your parade, lady. <laughs> I'll take my coffee and my gasoline yeah. now.
0: Always be careful yeah. on what year you're you're promoting as a real good year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How yeah. do people do that? They say quirky things like that.
0: Yeah. Without any you know real study or analogy, you know, data to back it up.
1: Take two, they're small, you know, when somebody hands out like a Tic Tac or something like that.
0: Yeah, my grandfather died in 1986. You're right. That was a hell of a year. Yeah, that was a great
1: year. He was a real bastard. <laughs> Thanks so much for reminding me about the year 1986. Yeah, that's...
0: Let me uh, let me widen my stance. You can kick me in the groin just a little bit harder. Yeah. If you don't mind. It's 728. News is next on Rock 102.
3: Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Blend of sunshine and clouds on the way as we close out the work week. Looks like more clouds during the morning out there.
0: 732. We're back some Nagle on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. It includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagle.
1: Thanks, Bax. Uh, Chickabee police are conducting an investigation in the wooded area behind uh, several businesses on Memorial Drive uh, yesterday afternoon. Chickabee uh, police say the uh, detectives were conducting an investigation off of Memorial Drive behind a car wash and a tire business. They added that there is no danger to the community. Uh, The 22 News crew. Oh, my God. We saw that yellow tape wrapped around several trees so we couldn't go in there. Wouldn't it be kind of cool to use that as like a playpen for the rest of us? Mm. We could we go over to Chick-fil-A, get some stuff, and come back here and have lunch. Like, we run our own Chick-fil-A. Can you get your car washed? We can get your car washed, too, and your tires changed. <laughs> right over there. We can actually use the old tires in the business. Yeah. I mean, we, can, we can hang them from a tree and we'll play tires swings. That would make a lot of sense. Uh, so that's all the information we have on that. There's no,
0: you a didn't really want ah, much more than that. Wanna.
1: Uh, A crash involving a tractor trailer shut down the Route 190 bridge between Enfield and Suffield this morning. uh, According to the Suffield Police Department, a motor vehicle crashed between a tractor trailer and a van on the western side of the bridge. That accident accident happened uh, just after midnight uh, this morning. Route 159 uh, is open, but the uh, bridge was closed both east and westbound sides for a while while they investigated the crash. There's no other details on what happened. But uh, thank God that's not a heavily traveled road.
0: No, that people need to get through. One ninety. Who who uses that?
1: Oh no, no! N- only the only all the people half the half there. the yeah. town. A 27 uh, year old man from Holyoke has been arrested and charged in connection with hitting a woman on I 391 in Chicopee Wednesday night at 8:18 p.m. On the 22nd, state police received a call that there had been a crash between two vehicles on the highway and that there were serious injuries. A 43-year-old Springfield woman, who was a passenger of a 2022 Ford F-150 pickup truck, had gotten out of the truck on the highway because she was feeling ill. As she was on the side of the road next to the truck, a BMW driven by Xavier Colon heading north struck the rear end of the truck. The pickup truck then hit the woman standing nearby with the force of the BMW's blow. A forty-four-year-old man from Chickabee was driving the pickup truck and was not injured. The woman was brought to Bay State with non life threatening inju- I'm sorry with life-threatening injuries and is in critical but stable condition. Troopers who responded to the scene applied tourniquets to the woman's left arm and left leg, which police said slowed the blood loss to help stabilize her. Cologne stayed on the scene and officers conducted a sobriety test with him and uh, which police determined Cologne to be under the influence of drugs due to his psychological indicators. Cologne was charged with OUI, drugs causing serious injury, and other charges. His bail was set at five thousand dollars, and uh, he was released pending his arraignment in Chicopee District Court.
0: That's got to suck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're you're on the side of the road doing one thing. Next thing you know, it gets worse.
1: Well, I mean, you, how many times you've been in a situation where somebody or you have been sick that yeah. hey, you need to pull over to the side of the road? That actually happened to me when I had that norovirus a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah, you, you puked on the side of the road?
1: I don't know whose ditch I uh, puked in uh, over in Westfield, but... Uh,
0: so that's why you were puking that's, in Westfield. So
1: that's why you were puking in Westfield. That's how it happens. <laughs> Speaking of Westfield, a Westfield police officer was hit by a car while directing traffic in a work zone earlier this week. Uh, there's now new information on his condition. A work zone on Western Avenue in Westfield turned into the danger zone. Really? Described it as the danger zone. The danger zone. The Kenny Loggins danger zone. That's
0: a great track, though. you got to admit.
1: After police officer Jared Haig was hit by a car while directing traffic on Tuesday morning, uh, he was released from the hospital on Thursday. Westfield police uh, told Western Mass News in part, surprisingly great news. From all indicators, he is on his way to a full recovery. Well, that's good. Uh, Unfortunately, that isn't the case for many who suffer work zone-related injuries, in Massachusetts, nearly thirty people died in work zone incidents from twenty sixteen to twenty twenty. That was uh, according to the National Safety Council. They also said that uh, yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking about Yeah, see, yeah, it's like they're all air traffic controllers out on the deck, mm-hmm. like Tom Cruise, yeah, Top Gun. Except they're on Western Avenue, putting their shades down, and they're going right into Kenny Loggins. i rock rocking
2: the I went to the danger zone! And right into the danger
1: zone! Yeah, that's good stuff, man. That was some really good stuff. Kenny Loggins was a genius. <sighs> I don't know if i go that far.
0: He was moderately bright. Well, uh, listen to us talking to him like the guy's dead. Still very much alive.
1: Listen, uh, how many soundtracks have you recorded the uh, theme songs to? You got got me. None. You got me. I don't see you uh, coming up with uh, great themes for movies. It's not really my bag. Uh, Cruz responded to a person and a dog stuck in swampland on McDonald Avenue in Gramby. According to the Granby police and fire crews were called 1230 Wednesday afternoon and were able to locate the individual and help them to dry land with a throw rope. Officials were then notified of a dog who was also in the swamp and water rescue was able to locate and rescue the dog. You know, you get through all of that and you finally pull the guy out. But my dog's in there, too. Ah. Come on!
0: Come on, it took me 25 minutes just to grab you. This
1: is ridiculous. Why are you even walking out here? (laughs) Well, listen, I I think that, you know, rather than, you know, place the, uh, you know how they always want to say, well, we're going to charge that person for for causing the, uh, you know, the the response. We're going to make them pay for how much the response costs. Sure. No, have a public shaming of the person that would be you know it, um i know you think
0: that might be worse but i think when you're talking about you know the inconvenience of having to pay tens of thousands of dollars for like a helicopter or you know, the jaws of life i think i'd almost rather take the public humiliation
1: i know i i know uh, you know it's seen as wasting resources but isn't that what your money goes to <laughs> your money goes to the fact that you know we have these services to do so right uh Instead of, like I said, instead of flipping them the bill at the end, you get them out there, you put them out on the street, you start taking video, you put it on TikTok, and you do a public shaming. Look at his idiot who went in the swamp with his dog, yeah. took us five hours to get his ass out of there.
0: But you know what? People are going to think he's an idiot no matter what. I'd, I'd rather be thought of as just an idiot than a poor idiot.
1: Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, I, I'd, rather,
0: I'd rather just be thought of as you know, publicly as a dope as opposed to a dope who owes a lot of money.
1: Uh yeah, I guess I could see that. See what I'm getting yeah, at? Yeah, I see I see what you're doing. But um I don't know. I, I just
0: you're gonna public shame. Shame away. You're gonna charge me, then I'm gonna fight. Hyundai
1: and Kia are telling owners of more than five hundred and seventy one thousand SUVs and minivans in the US to park outside because the tow hitch harness could catch fire if they're parked <laughs> or being driven. Yeah, don't put it in the garage. Yeah, because then all of a sudden you burn your garage down. Major auto corporations, this is our solution. Eh, just park it outside for a little while. <laughs> you don't want to put that near anything, like people or buildings. Yeah,
0: and and try to park it like away from like trees and shrubbery.
1: The affiliated Korean automakers are recalling the vehicles and warning people to park them away from structures until repairs are made. Affected Hyundai vehicles include the 2019 to 2023 Santa Fe. The uh, Santa Fe hybrid and the 2022 uh, and 23 Santa Fe plug-in hybrid, as well as the 23 Santa Cruz. The only Kia affected is the Carnival minivan from 2022 to 2023. <clears throat> I'll have uh, Hyundai or Kia tow hitch uh, harnesses that came as original equipment or were installed by dealers. Uh, so they're going to be uh, fixing these things. But until you can get an appointment and get that fixed, please just park it away from everything.
0: Now, uh, it's like, they- a, it's
1: like having a DeLorean where you had to park it away from all the cars because you couldn't open the doors on it. <laughs> that was the, uh, yeah. Yeah. You couldn't,
0: you couldn't get in and you couldn't roll down a window. Right. You had to wait until the whole thing flew by,
1: flew by on either side. And this reminds me of that guy who came on to hawk that ally, uh, fat burning medication we had on years ago. Yeah. And his suggestion was, you may want to wear dark pants. <laughs> Because you're going to be crapping yourself the entire time you're on this drug. And uh, don't let anybody see that. Just put on dark pants and uh, and nobody will know that you're... But you'll look great. Yeah, you'll look fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) This is like, hey, yeah, your car got destroyed in a fire, but nobody was around it. It didn't burn any other buildings. See? We were right to tell you that.
0: I know some people are going to be all bugged out about that, but yeah, it just every car company has their recalls. This is just a this is a simple way of not blowing up your car anytime soon and damaging stuff.
1: Speaking of recalls, do you remember when uh, it was about five or six years ago, uh, I had a problem with my tailgate and all the stuff fell out of the back of my truck and I right. had to like recover it and luckily I did, uh, but that's not part of the story. I just get a thing from Ford saying... Hey, by the way, there's a recall on these tailgates that just automatically pop open while you're driving down the street. And I'm like, really? It took five years, Mm -hmm. six years to come to a conclusion that, hey, maybe this happens to more than just one vehicle. Remember a couple
0: of years ago, Honda had the, because I had a a Honda and my car was actually doing this, where they did a recall on this weird thing that would happen where the car would accelerate. On its own, yeah. like your like your foot would be on the gas, and all of a sudden, it would accelerate without you pressing down on it. It was weird.
1: That's creepy. It
0: was totally creepy, and there was like a special way you had to, you know, configure the the the, 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 uh, <laughs> the shifting of the column and all that other stuff. And it took like almost eight months before they had the
1: part to fix it. So in the meantime, you had to kind of just work around this
0: problem. I just had to try not to die on the highway.
1: Well, it's kind of like, you know how everybody's faucets are different when you go into their home? (laughs) (laughs) Like, like you're hot and cold in your house is different than the hot and cold in my house. But everybody kind of learns to adjust to whatever. Like, they know. Like, I know what my setting is going to be. I wouldn't know if I went into your house. It's the same concept. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if that's a good analogy for that. You know what? It's good enough for today. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of fifty-two. Everything is good enough for today. Good it? enough. Uh, th- that's what we need to tell ourselves. <laughs> you are enough.
0: We've had enough.
1: No, we, we'll just be like one of those memes. We'll put we'll put up the meme of that picture <laughs> of like little inspirational things. Yeah. The picture of me hugging you, and I'll put things like. You are enough. (laughs) Hang in, like motivational posters. Yeah. Yeah. You can do this. (laughs) You are a warrior. Anyway, uh, snow and rain tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. I only like that little first part of the song, by the way. Yeah, that's a good part. That's a good part. Uh, It is going to be 40 tomorrow, 55 first, and sunny on Sunday. And thirty-eight in downtown Springfield with Kenny Loggins. Hi, Jeff Seraf from Ford Lincoln and Aguam. and Seraf's ninety-fourth anniversary sale is
0: Rock One Hundred Two Springfield's classic rock at seven-fifty in the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nangle on Rock One Hundred Two.
1: Uh, sunny and fifty-two today. Rainy and snowy tomorrow morning with a high of forty. It is uh, thirty-eight right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, if you missed any part of today's show, check out the daily podcast to get posted on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Rock 102com Also, Baxi's musical podcast this week. A repost of my interview with uh, five-time Grammy Award-winning producer You Padgham. Really cool interview. And on Monday, I'll be talking to uh, the lead singer and songwriter from the band The Alarm, Mike Peters. Who uh, is just coming off a terrible bout of leukemia and pneumonia, and now he's got a brand new album out and he's touring. It's an amazing story, and that'll be available on Monday on Rock102.com.
1: Well, you can hear that later, but now you can hear this.
2: Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. Like that, you're good.
1: Mm, Like a professional.
0: It's almost as if you've been doing this for a while.
1: Almost. A uh, tornado touched down in suburban Los Angeles on Wednesday. They're so rare in the area that people actually went outside to film it. Uh, Here's a man and a woman doing a play-by-play as it rips the roof off a building. The roof
3: flew off. Oh, the the roof flew off. The roof is flying off. Sheesh. The roof flew
1: off. Look
3: at the trash can. It's a tornado,
1: bro. real tornado right here. It's like the 22 News crew. Look, the roof blew off, and the the trash can blew down the street. Yeah, look at all those things blowing apart. Maybe we should uh, get inside where it's safe. Guess what we saw? We saw a roof blow off. It was crazy. Yeah, well, uh, you might not want to stand around outside taking video. That is kind of weird. Uh, I can't remember what movie. Oh, it was uh, the one with Dennis Quaid. Uh, Was it Dennis Quaid? Where the, the end of the world was coming? The day uh, after tomorrow. Yes, and uh, yes. and the tornadoes touching down. That's in, right. in Los Angeles. That was kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. Was it? Uh, was it that movie? I don't know. They're all the same. All the destruction. What was the movies. one
0: where uh, was it him and uh, Helen Hunt who were like uh, like uh, like tornado chasers? No, that was Twister. That's what it was. Yeah, that yes. was uh,
1: Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton. I one can't of the remember two. Which one it was? I always get those two confused. Hey, uh, what you're about to hear is a man bungee jumping off a 100-foot platform in Thailand with everyone cheering him on until the cord breaks and he falls into a lake. <laughs> Luckily, he survived with just bruises. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like that <laughs> dead silence going, oh, God, is he, is he alive?
0: Did he- uh, you, sir, the one
1: who is next in line, um, uh, we'll, get you the, we'll get your deposit back. Uh, here's another clip. A waitress on TikTok has a unique and controversial way to deal with people that don't leave you a tip. Ready? Yes. Walk up to whoever paid in front of everyone. Hey, sir, ma'am, I see you didn't leave a tip. Is there anything I can improve on on the service that you feel like you could share with me? Nine times out of ten, they're going to make some excuse. Oh, it was a mistake. Oh, I didn't see the receipt. And they're going to give you some kind of tip. Couple bucks here and there. Worst case scenario, they just give you a tip to improve your service on so you can make more money in the long run. If the tab was really high, I would explain to your manager the situation. And see if maybe they could comp off like a soda or something. So at least you made a couple of dollars off of it and you don't have to tip out in the negative. Short story is just confront them. Here's a tip. Uh, don't do
0: that. <laughs> or here's an idea. Maybe if they didn't leave a tip, it's because the service was terrible and it's now, all your fault.
1: I, I understand that there are people out there who just don't want to bother leaving a tip. But I don't understand why we just don't hire people like servers, wait staff, things like that uh, at a minimum wage that is competitive with everybody else.
0: Steve, what are you talking about? A restaurant can't afford to uh, pay someone like that?
1: Yes, they could. They raised their prices enough to g- accommodate the uh, the tipping already. Everything would be included in that.
0: Steve, I'm not going to go to a restaurant where the prices are unreasonably
1: high. Yes, you are.
0: Yeah, you're probably
1: right. Yeah, you will. You will eat it. Anyway, here's another one. Five kids were rescued from a sewer in Staten Island, after they crawled into a tunnel and got lost, here's the 911 call from the kids leading to their rescue. We
3: don't
4: know. You don't
1: know?
3: We're stuck in the sewer.
4: Once you went down, was the sewer? Left, right, straight? Where was it? I need you to guide me. Right. Oh, to the right side. How long did you walk for? We
3: walked a
4: lot. Walk. Call for help, guys. They hear you. Call for help.
0: 391,
1: we have all five children removed from the sewer. Five children removed from the <sighs> sewer. You know,
0: kids find themselves in the darndest spots. Yeah, yeah. I, I never in my entire life thought, hey, you know what would be a lot of fun? How about playing hide-and-seek in a sewer?
1: Well, uh... You know
0: it's in a sewer, right? Yeah. Some of the worst things in a, a, imaginable are in a sewer. Uh, I
1: would imagine the sewer in Staten Island probably has, uh... I don't know, kind of something that attracts you to go into that. I can't oh. imagine
0: there's any anything in the sewer that's so attractive. He's like, boy, I would love to go down there and start sniffing around.
1: And every time I've seen those uh, shows with like Mike Rowe, you know, with the dirty jobs guy, yeah. where he would go down in the sewers, there was nothing but like thousands and thousands of rats, like all around. Like, yeah, would you not? One get it? one rat would be
0: enough to keep me from going into a sewer.
1: Yeah, this uh, this doesn't sound like a good idea at all. No. Stay out of the sewer. Stay out of the sewer pipe. That's what my old man told me. He was talking about something else, but you know. <laughs> he was right. Your mind is in the sewers, And that is now here. this. We have uh, Open Line the Friday coming up after uh, 8.05 this morning. Uh, oh, and you have something else here.
0: Yeah, too. we also have to give away uh, some tickets to the Western Mass Home uh, and Garden Show. Oh, oh,
1: the Western Mass Home and Garden Show.
0: Yeah, I don't want to forget that. 293-1021. Uh, tenth caller right now gets those tickets, so good luck to you. Alright. It's uh, just about 7.57 on Rock 102. Rock 102. ...even bejesus out of the Arkansas Razorbacks in last night's Sweet 16 matchup of the NCAA Tournament. Are you kidding me? The Huskies completely smoked Arkansas last night by a final score of 88-65. to Now, I spent a better part of the morning doing all the complicated math, and that's a difference of 23 points. In fact, I did it twice just to make sure I got the same answer a second time. Now, you might think, that part of the reason why the Huskies took such a commanding lead was because of the high-end luxury accommodations at the Luxor Hotel in Las Vegas. After all, the Luxor shows up pretty high with recommendations from AAA, also got a pretty decent Yelp score. Well, that was not the case, because according to reports, the Huskies were forced to seek other accommodations when they arrived in Vegas on Tuesday night after the rooms of the Luxor were allegedly filled with what is being described as dirt, vomit, and worse. Now I don't see a single room on Orbit that lists any of those things at the Luxor. I see concierge service, a pool, an optional breakfast buffet, uh, but no a business center. But nowhere does it offer dirt, vomit, or worse. You might expect those things at various motels around Bradley Airport, but at the Luxor? I don't think so. Nevertheless, the Huskies demanded to be placed in other rooms at different hotels, and those requests were honored, and everybody was able to get a decent night's sleep. Of course, it's often said that what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. However, that doesn't mean that housekeeping shouldn't be doing their job and picking things up. If there's dirt, vomit, or worse in the room, I would at least ask for extra towels and maybe a few more bottles of shampoo. But make me sleep in somebody else's filth? That's going to prevent me from leaving a good review. And I'm not sure that the Luxor is prepared to listen to my mouth and endure my pointed critique. But hey, and of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Scott's 4-Step is 100 bucks at Rockies with your Ace Rewards card. It's the best deal in town, and it just got better because now you'll get a free $15 Ace gift card with your Scott's 4-Step. Offer ends March 28th, so get a wiggle on. I'm back, so that's my
1: view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.09 and Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.
1: Going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 52. Tomorrow, rain and snow in the morning with a high of 40. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open, Open Live meow. Friday.
0: Friday. <inaudible> 293-1021. That's the number for Open Line Friday. Now, let me just reiterate, for the record, that I will not tolerate coarse language or hate speech of any kind. I will zap you off this show faster than you can say
1: who was that guy you guys were with in February. Yeah, nothing coarse. We're like sandpaper. We want the really fine stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have uh, have a particular take. Don't be too stupid. Mm -hmm. And do not swear. Mm. We would like to be back here on Monday without suspension. Yeah, I know. I don't wanna
1: have a day off.
0: Yeah, no kidding. All right, the uh, the phones are already <laughs> uh, blowing up. Rock one oh two. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. Ryan, uh, that there did there work you go and that was it. <clears throat> no, there
1: really, was there not... was
0: there was another callin'. <coughs> here one calling.
1: Here we go. There's one call right now.
0: Rock one oh two. Good morning, who's this?
1: Hey, this is
4: Mike from where. Hey Mike, what's up? Hey, I was just wondering. What do you guys think about that guy, Mike Jones, that calls in every single Friday morning? We're a little worn out with it. Oh. So if you guys had anything to say to him, what would you say to him?
1: Uh, uh we would say we would uh, say, uh well, we're gonna hang up on you when you try your little prank again. Yeah. So and, and that's exactly what well, I just did. Like, I, could see, yeah. I, could, I could I could see
0: the yeah, uh, yeah. the uh the the, the the Okay, here's another call. Yeah, we're like uh, we're like uh Rock One oh two. Good morning, who's this? Hey, this is
4: Dustin from Springfield. That's how you doing guys?
1: Very good. What's going on with you?
4: Nothing much, man. On my way to work. I hope you guys enjoy the beautiful day out here.
1: What are you doing for work? I work for Clue Appliance out in Ware. Oh, so there you go. All right. All right. There oh, you yes, go. Sir. I'm a delivery guy there, so I hope to see you guys in the house. Do you know Mike Jones? Appliances. <laughs> no, oh, I do not. No. Don't encourage anybody. <laughs>
0: you know, right? Don't encourage him. All right. Well, good. <laughs> well, Have a great weekend. You too. All right. There you go. Oh, Rock awesome. 102. <laughs> Rock 102. Okay. Well, There you go. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? I've been told I have
3: Charles Manson eyes.
1: You have Charles Manson eyes? That's right. What are Charles Manson eyes?
4: You want me to stare into your eyes and show you?
0: All right. Okay, there you go. Yeah, uh, your hour. Rock, I'm telling you. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
4: Hey, it's the Hawkman. Calls for the lovely town of Wear. Hey, hey Hawkman. Hawkman. Hey,
0: apparently we're very popular in wear today.
4: Yeah, how you guys doing, man? We're doing all right, man. What's up? Hey, I have a couple questions for Nago and back, you know. All right. All right. Lay them on us. Mr. Nago, you still having that gopher problem in your barn?
1: Uh, The gopher problem, uh, you know, they probably are in there, uh, but I haven't seen them yet. Haven't been to to the barn in a while, Spring just started, so yeah, I haven't been to the barn in a while.
4: (laughs) Well, if you do, let me know. I have a couple things I'll do for you. Let me... Let the Hawkman help you. Uh,
1: Let the Hawkman help me get rid of groundhogs. Okay, I will. All right, and you said he had another question?
4: Yeah, Beck, do you have a problem with me because I'm disabled? Do you not like disabled people?
0: (laughs) No, Steve, it has nothing to do with you being disabled. I I, I don't have a problem with you at all. Why do you think I have a problem with you?
4: First, first, see, I understand Nagel's frustration with you. Well, first you you're still ruining my Christmas, and I can't get over it. But supposedly, five months in advance, you know you're going to be camping up in Maine. Vermont. I mean, Vermont. Yeah, and you can't make you can't make my 40th birthday party. I can't what? You can't make my 40th birthday. party. He's having a 40th
0: because. birthday yeah, party. Yeah, no, on but I, I, no, you invited me to the party, and I told you that there's a very good possibility that we may not even be in town, and that that may have nothing to do with Vermont. It just you know, that's we we typically take a vacation on the very week you're holding your party. We haven't said no. I just, yeah. I just said you know we'll let you know for sure, but I don't I don't have an answer for you. Okay. So it's
4: not like a disabled thing. Right? No, wow, no, no, it's not Ab- a disabled
0: thing. dude. I've been to your house. I mean, I knew you were disabled going into it, and what? it's not it's not like the you know i am I'm, I'm oh. ostracizing you because of it. Have you heard us speak? we're
4: disabled yes how, how did you notice I was disabled? like what gave it away? Listen,
1: Steve you <laughs> I think when i yeah. asked you, I think when I asked you to reach for that ten bucks you owe me in your wallet <laughs> and you couldn't get it. That's when I knew. Actually, I owe you twenty-five bucks. <laughs> I, 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 I
0: I think I think I knew when you uh, when you told me to, to return the tap dancing shoes yeah. that it probably wasn't going to be good for you.
4: Well, speaking of that, another good thing is I can give sex. Let the Huckman help you. <laughs> I, I, I want now listen to me. I want to give you my two knees that I haven't used in twenty years. You can get rid of the knee problem you can have first 20 year old knees yeah. Legs, yeah well and your, and your legs, you know.
0: that's a that's a tough offer to refuse but let's uh let's take one day at a time <laughs> yeah. shall we all right Hawkman oh, okay listen to you care. listen to your mom be a good boy yeah. okay
4: yeah
1: okay and
0: eat your all pureed right. vegetables. yeah thank you all right will you stop it <laughs> Just... rock 102 good morning Who's this
4: Hey, uh, I want to know where Kanye's been. I've been missing all of his Raptors. All of his 30 Raptors in, his- yeah. in
1: Wyoming. Yeah, Kanye did a few things that made him a little unfavorable in the, yeah. uh, in the eyes of the media. So we, we've decided to just kind of back off. Of
0: he, he decided to cancel himself. <laughs> yeah. And as a result, we followed his, his yeah, lead. We followed the lead.
4: Okay. Okay. I get it. I Fair enough. Get it. All yeah. right. Thanks,
0: th- guys. Thanks for the call. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this?
1: Hey Billy the Trash Man! Hey Billy Billy, the Trash Man! What's up, man? Hey Steve, uh, last weekend that that guy's name was John. John, that was uh, starstruck. The guy that was Um, so excited that I was there at that VFW, like it was uh, (laughs) like 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 Jesus uh, had walked in the door. (laughs) Oh yeah! When uh, after you left, we uh, we picked up your filter, we gave it to them, and. I wiped my brow with my towel because once he found oh. out I was still in a Trash Man. Like, yeah. He, <laughs> he took he took he took the roach the roach clip from the joint that I smoked out yeah. in the parking lot and uh, and kept it with him. Well, and that and a dollar will get him
0: yeah. on a bus. It could have value someday. All right, Billy. Yeah, thank
2: yeah. <laughs> th-
0: thanks thanks for the call. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Another good one, man. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this?
4: Hi, this is Jimmy from Vernon. Hey, and Jimmy. Also What's up? Hey, I right, got a couple good jokes for you. All right. All right. All right. So, this one you might know, but there's a little twist to it. Okay. Why is six afraid of seven?
1: Why is six afraid of seven? Because seven is a registered six offender. Oh, oh yeah. There yeah registered go. six offender. Right? I see that. It. I thought yeah, was that right. okay, very yeah, good. I thought you were going to say seven, all eight, right. nine. I'm go on. ahead. Yeah. <laughs>
4: One more, one more. All right. Yes. Where does a mansplainer get his water from?
1: Where does the mansplainer get his water from? Yeah. Where? Oh, well, actually. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, because he's explaining yeah, where it comes go. from. Well, thank you so much for that yeah. informative joke. Thank you. Yeah, guess.
2: All All right. Right. Uh, thank you, guys. All
0: right. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
1: Yeah, I got a question for
4: you guys.
0: Sure. We'll, we'll hopefully have an answer.
4: Uh... How come you guys don't play any more Ted Nugent? Because he is a Trump supporter?
0: No, no, I'm pretty sure we probably play Ted Nugent songs later in the day. Later? Uh, play some more in the morning. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd be happy to play some Ted Nugent. But it has uh, nothing to do with his politics, I can yeah. tell you that.
1: What uh, What's your favorite Ted Nugent song? Uh, Wango Tango's pretty good. Well, how, Wangle- it, see, here's the problem: you, you got you're not probably going to hear that stuff between six and ten because of how long is any of those songs. Well, Wango Tango's minutes? not
0: not that long. Cat Scratch Fever's that long, but but uh, Stranglehold will take you all afternoon.
1: Yeah, Stranglehold. I saw him. Uh, I saw him uh, in concert twice. Once at the Mass Mutual Center when we did the. Uh, oh yeah, and then uh, and then I saw him back at the New York State Fair back in 1996. Oh, man. Dead. That was a hell of a show. You're damn right. All right. Well, see if
5: you guys if you guys wanted to play one of them long songs and take a break I know you guys don't like doing much so there you go
0: yeah but you also have to understand we don't really choose the music we yeah. let somebody else do that I mean that's really that's we're not qualified for it uh well I'll try getting you out of some work all, all right well, well I appreciate there. it thank, appreciate thank you very it. much uh rock 102 good morning who's this
5: good morning this is l a how are you good, good. Are LA? You? what's up Um, You know, I was thinking about, first of all, I want to say thank you for waking me up every morning and putting a smile on my face. You guys are a great team. Thank you. Great team.
6: Thank Thank
5: you. you. Um, I I was uh, thinking about uh, yesterday, about the wedding cake thing.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah, smashing the wedding cake in people's faces. Yeah. Yeah, right.
5: You know, and I think that the girl was trying to say... That if, it, like you had said, uh, Steve, yeah. you know, you, you, you had talked about it with your your bride-to-be. Yeah, I wouldn't have.
1: Yeah, go ahead.
5: Like, my thought was, because she didn't give a statistic necessarily, but it's like if you talked about it and you agreed to do it or not do it, okay, but if you agreed to not do it and he did do it, he's an a-hole, And if you didn't talk about it at all, and he did it anyway, he's a really bad a-hole.
1: Well, see, that's why they got
0: divorced. Well, you know, the other part of it is, and I think I tried to to mention this, that the average cost of a wedding cake is about $500. That's a gross
5: waste of a very expensive cake. You you sure you don't want to waste that? See,
1: that's why we got the big white picture cake. That didn't cost (laughs) $5,000. All
5: right.
0: Thank you very much for the call.
5: All right, you guys have a great
6: day. You
0: Thank you so much. You bet. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
6: Hi, good morning. This is Kathy. Hey, what's
0: up, Kathy? Kathy, what's up?
6: I'd like to make a comment about the recalls Okay. talking about earlier. Sure.
1: The Hyundai recalls. Yeah, go about, right ahead. Right? Hello?
6: Okay, well, uh, yeah, I'm here.
1: Okay, right. well, um, you, yeah, you, you I, may. I worked,
6: I, I worked for a major car company uh-huh. I retired from recently. And I'm telling you, you're going to get the appointment. You're not going to get the parts. And I think what people don't realize is the parts that are made for those car companies are also made for other car companies.
1: Yep. That's why it's both, uh, I think it's Kia and Hyundai. uh, They're together. And they're having the same exact problem. And that's the the unfortunate piece. There's a supply chain issue.
6: And it's going to spill over to other car companies.
0: Yeah, well, there, there you go. go. Well, thank you very much for the call. We appreciate it.
6: No problem. You guys have a great day. You, you too. too.
0: Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
4: This is Kai from Coleraine. Hey, what's up? Not much, man. I got a I joke for you. All, All right, right Kyle. Keep it clean. Why was the Mexican taking anxiety
1: pills? Why doesn't who take anxiety pills?
4: Why was the Mexican taking anxiety pills? Oh, am I going to uh,
1: regret yeah. This? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to regret this, aren't I?
4: Hispanic attack. Okay, there okay. you go. Yeah,
0: all right. I'm Thank dumping that you. one. See, that's uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about with the hate speech. Exactly what I'm talking about. Rock 102.
4: Good morning. Who's this? you doing. This is Drake. How you doing today? Good. I What's hate up, Drake? <laughs> I just wanted to tell you when I was in the Navy on ship, they called it forced homosexuality. All right.
1: All, all right. right. Okay. okay.
0: Oh, there you Steve. go. My God. My Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this?
4: Hi this
5: is Debbie.
0: Hi Debbie, how are Hi. you?
5: Hi, good, thank you. First of all, before you say,
0: before say... you before you say anything Debbie, yeah. you sound like the yeah. first intelligent person we've had in about 3 calls.
5: Oh. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to thank you for the chuckles. I am still chuckling over Mayor Dom Dom the joke about the DNA. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys crack me up, and and I just appreciate you so much. But I just want to tell you that I am still chuckling an hour later. Listen, I,
1: I'm not. I, there's there's no secret here. I just look up Chuck Norris facts and recycle them for <laughs> Mayor Dom Dom. That's all I do. I don't write these or or. But do they're anything. so
0: applicable because so he kicks so much well, ass. He, he does Oh so well. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, we appreciate the call. Guys. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Bye. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this?
4: <laughs>
0: uh this this a kid. I I don't yeah, know. I'm sorry. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh Rock, <coughs> uh, crying out loud. Rock 102. Good
4: morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. It's Vince the plumber. Hey, Vince, what's, what's up? up? No, nah, not much. Not much. Just saying hi. Say uh Throwing out a shout out to my boys over at Plimpton. Oh yeah, That's shout the out! I got
1: there. You go, hot, hot, hot. Radio on fire. Call the, bar- the fire department. Put a water on it. <laughs> shout out! Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> Dude, I missed you last week when when I uh, when <sighs> I called in. You know, but I'm glad that you're here. You know. Oh, I'm happy to be here. Definitely, definitely. Well, you boys have a great day. All you right, too.
0: Thanks, Vince. We appreciate All it. Right, All right, you want to take one more? Sure, why not? All right. Hopefully, it'll be a good one. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this?
3: Hey, good morning. It's Bob from Hamden. Hey, Bob, uh, Bob what's up? Hey, uh, going back to Mayor Dom Dom. Yeah. You guys, get any traction with uh, banging up a motorcycle at the hockey games? Because I love
4: that. That would be hysterical to get them up on the screen doing that.
1: Uh, do it? What? Doing what? You
4: guys talked a few weeks ago about uh,
1: the Falcons. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. My idea for the noise Dom meter. Dom, Dom, banging up the motorcycle. Yeah, my, oh, idea, yeah, for the yeah. Mo- my, my idea for the mo- the noise meter at the Thunderbirds games. That was ins- it. Instead of having, uh, what is it, Screecher uh, Boomer? It, Boomer. Instead yeah. of having Boomer do that whole, like, can I hear you? I can't hear you kind of thing. You do Dom Dom, and every time you don't get loud enough, he smashes harder down on the bike. I can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> That's gotta happen. And he, uh, yeah, he's like breaking the bones of a motorcycle. You know what? I, a that few phone be calls, beautiful. we probably could make that yeah, happen make for it, next yeah. season. Yeah. All right, thank awesome. you very much.
0: Hey, cheers, that. There you go. There you go. So right. right. there, there you have, you have, have a, a very bird. successful open line Friday. Well, somewhat. Give or take a few dopes that didn't listen to my directives about
1: hate speech and curse words. Hey, you know what? Let's call a radio station and say I'm Mike Jones, bitch, and then hang up. That's funny. It's really funny. All the guys done at the go the guys down at the uh, commissary are gonna laugh when they hear that. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna call in Bax and Nagel
0: on an open line Friday. All my guys, uh, all my buddies yeah. at the at uh, the clans meeting are really gonna enjoy
2: yeah. these jokes. Really like these jokes.
0: It's uh 825 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. On Rock
1: 102. Uh mostly sunny today with a high of fifty-two. Tomorrow rain and snow but uh, nothing really to accumulate in a high of forty, tom- and Sunday, sunny in a high of 55. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Just want to mention that
0: uh, tomorrow you're going to be at uh, the pre-open house for BioLife Plasma Services in West Springfield from noon until 2. By uh, donating plasma and BioLife Plasma Services, your kindness enables someone to live life more fully. So it's a great uh, great deal. It costs you nothing to be kind, and actually it pays you. Just imagine the difference you could make if you could take the $900 you could earn the first month and donate it, to your favorite charity you can start doing that tomorrow stop by the rock 102 table for your chance to win a great bunch of prizes that's uh, tomorrow from noon to two at biolife plasma services 239 memorial avenue in west springfield with steve and the road crew from rock 102 springfield's classic rock
1: yeah there you go i'm gonna donate some plasma used to do that in college Worked out pretty good for me. For beer money. Well, that was different. It's a little more difficult to do that now.
0: Well, I mean, uh, they strongly uh, suggest that you don't
1: don't do that. They don't hand you, like, 20s. You know, for donating the plasma. There's a whole process to this yeah. whole thing. And you'll find out about it tomorrow when you stop buying yeah.
0: something. Yeah, I mean you were talking I'm talking about uh, you know, that kind of negligence from nineteen eighty five. I mean, that's yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, long that's ago it was. You to go. Anyhow, we have news next on Rock One O Two.
1: Here's your Western Mass News first alert
0: eight thirty two with Bax and Nagel on Rock One O two. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Hyundai. rent the all electric ionic five for twenty eight days and includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bax. A crash and bombing, a tractor trailer, shut down the Route 190 bridge between Enfield and Suffield earlier this morning. According to the Suffield police, a motor vehicle crashed between a tractor trailer and a van on the western side of the bridge. It happened just after midnight. Uh, Enfield police chief David Deskus uh, said that two people were injured. With one serious uh, injury, uh, Thompsonville and Southfield fire crews arrived to find a tractor-trailer unit engulfed in flames. Jesus. And st- extensive fuel spilled from the tractor-trailer unit, which had its saddle tank ripped off due to the collision. Suffield fire crews remained uh, for vehicle removal and fuel spill cleanup along with uh, the Connecticut DEEP. The DEEP? The Department of Environmental whatever. The DEEP.
0: I think it's the Environmental Protection.
1: It's D-E-E-P. I don't know what the extra E is for. Maybe
0: that's a spelling
1: error. Maybe. Route Mm. 159 uh, will be open north and southbound traffic, but the bridge will be closed on both eastbound and westbound sides as the Suffield Police Department investigates the crash. I'm guessing it's open now because that was at midnight, and it's now 830 in the morning, unless it's still closed. I wish I could give you uh, updated information, but nobody's told 22 about it yet.
0: (laughs) Uh, let me see if, uh, what I got here. Yeah, no, no. 22 is not updated and said that it's all taken care of.
1: Um, let's see. Let's go down to Connecticut. 44 year old Daniel Cobb from Beacon, New York was arrested on Thursday for two active arrest warrants. He first tried to withdraw $4,200 from a victim's account on October 4th. The incident occurred at in an M&T bank, uh, located in South Windsor. On March 23rd, Cobb had used a fake license and credit card to obtain the cash. However, he fled the scene before being identified and did not collect the money. Oh! Just, so when you thought,
0: just when you thought it was such a great plan.
1: The next day, he went to the M&T bank on Sullivan Avenue. Cobb obtained $400 in cash with falsified documents from a second victim. He left the scene prior to a police arrival, but was positively identified. He was uh, processed and arraigned in Manchester Superior Court yesterday. The only reason I'm talking about this... Because if you look at the guy, he looks like a cross between uh, the old man from Home Alone and that Murdaw guy <laughs> down in South Carolina. Because he's got red hair, and he's got, but he's got a long beard. Okay. And uh, do you see it? Wfsb uh, on com. Uh, hold on a second. Yeah. Wf. How do you spell WFSB? Yes, exactly. Okay.
0: All right. All right. Well, let's take a look here. Uh, here we go. And should I just
1: uh, instant message you the story? Wouldn't that be probably? Oh no, 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 no!
0: No, I see it. I see it now. Do
1: you see, see the guy? Mm-hmm. Doesn't he look like that?
0: Yes, he looks a little bit. The uh, he looks like a a, a Murda or uh Brett the late Brett Mitland from uh The Grateful Dead.
1: Mm. I'm thinking he's more look like the Murda. Really? Where's Papa and Buster? <laughs> <laughs> he named his kid Pawpaw. I know. I we thought, talked about that. Remember the guy had the video on TikTok and it was like making the rounds viral because he was like, Paw Paw, he named his kid Paw Paw. He should do <laughs> life in prison just for naming his damn kid Paw Paw. Was the son's name
0: actually Buster? Or is that just like a I, nickname? I, I, like, don't like, those, like Muffin.
1: I don't know if those were the real names, but I'm guessing how weird that whole situation was. It could have been. Paw Paw Murdoch. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, two teens are facing charges for phoning in a bomb threat to a movie theater at a mall in Milford. Police arrested uh, 18-year-old Christian Cuomo and uh, Cuomo says what? Cuomo says what? Yeah, uh, Tyvon Tor, 19-year-old Tyvon Torres of <laughs> Wallingford for the crime. They said the Cinemark Movie Theater at the Connecticut Post Mall received a call around 1.30 p.m. on March 3rd from someone who reported to have a bomb inside the building. A bomb. Ba- no, not a bomb. Ba- a bomb. Uh, this initiated a heavy police response and officers cleared the parking lot and movie theater before deeming the call a hoax and finding that there was no viable threat, according to the Milford police. Through the continuing investigation, two suspects were identified as being responsible for making the call. Arrest warrants were issued for Cuomo and Torres. Both parties turned themselves in to Milford police. Cuomo was charged with conspiracy to commit second-degree breach of peace, mm-hmm. and Torres was charged with second-degree breach of peace. The two suspects were released with a promise to appear uh and Milford Superior Court in April.
0: You know, I would never, ever in a million years condone the bombing or the threat of a bombing to a shopping mall.
1: Well, this is a movie theater. Maybe they were just uh,
0: upset. Right. However, if there were a building, a structure, in which you could almost guarantee nobody getting hurt would be a shopping mall purely based on the fact that no one's going to shopping malls anymore. Um, But I am not condoning that at all. In fact, I I staunchly frown upon that kind of activity. Like
1: the Hampshire Mall?
0: I'm not naming names. And no, not the Hampshire Mall. Just saw a story today that uh, the Easter Bunny is going to be there, uh, and they even published his schedule.
1: Oh, really? You can't say there's nothing going on at the Hampshire Mall. It's wide open. The Easter Bunny will be available uh, today and tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. You're- On Sunday from noon to 6 p.m.
0: Listen, you're two weeks out from Easter. The Easter Bunny's going to be there. You, can, you can't you can say that that place won't be crawling with kids looking to spend time with Easter Bunny.
1: Why did I think uh, Easter was very late this year, like mid-April? It's <clears throat> not. It's only, uh, what is it, the 9th? Yes. Yeah, I thought the it was ninth. much later than that. But anyway, uh, yeah, you can go see the Easter Bunny. There's plenty of room.
0: Oh, yeah. Plenty of parking. Oh, yeah. You should have no problem you know, getting getting a, your, your child to sit in his lap.
1: You know, we make fun of the Hampshire Mall, but actually, there's a lot going on in there. As far as they have, I want to take the kids to this, but it's kind of expensive. It's like a like an amusement park kind of thing. It's like a like you can do like they have like the laser tag and stuff like that, but they have go karts mm-hmm. and uh, and it's all indoors. It's all inside. Yeah, and it's like fifty bucks a person. But, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to go try it. Yeah, it
0: sounds expensive, but can you really afford a day without fun with your children?
1: Yes, I can afford a day without fun. <laughs> it's called watching Netflix or Hulu. Go find a show you like and right. leave me alone it's, for a couple hours. It's, called
0: watching, it's like watching your kids do their homework.
1: Oh, that's no fun. That's never any fun. Yes. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot going on in that mall, and, uh, you know, maybe we're mm. wrong about it. Could be. Could be. You don't think that Arizona Pizza Company is raking in the dollars left and right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know. I don't know. I've never been uh, I've never been there.
1: Uh, let's see. I'm
0: being uh, told yeah. so going back to the Murdoch thing that yeah. uh, Buster's real name is Richard and the other name, the other son's name is Paul. And they're oh, calling it him sounds Paul, like Paul
1: Paul. I get yeah. you. All right, so that's But Buster really is his name. Is the actually name is Richard? Is Rich? Okay. Yes. All right.
0: Well. And that's uh, according to uh, a listener who uh, apparently is an expert on these kinds of things.
1: Well, uh, you know, that's how we uh, that's how we find out things.
0: Yes, factual
1: information. We don't actually go to a source. We just go from somebody who heard it somewhere
0: else. <laughs> we just assume that they must know what they're talking about because they're doing other things. And we're not.
1: That's how we run this show. Yes. We just make useless, uh, baseless comments uh, made off of somebody else's opinion.
0: Anyone who is coming to this show for accurate information has made a grave error in judgment.
1: Uh, The Ohio State Patrol received a call about a reckless driver last weekend near Cincinnati, and there were a few signs that the driver was drunk. You ready? I'm ready. Number one, it was St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Okay. Number two, when the police showed up, they saw that the vehicle had already crashed. The car had veered off the road and collided with a state highway patrol sign that said, drug activity or impaired drivers? Call hashtag 677. Clue clue number two. Uh, Yes. Thankfully, no one was hurt, even the uh, person behind the wheel. That driver was arrested for a DUI, but they have a picture of the car with the sign laid out flat. (laughs)
0: You don't want to draw attention to yourself in situations like this.
1: Isn't it weird how things happen like that? Or the drunk driver that gets the shirt that has the, uh, you know, uh, it's been X amount of days since my last drink and all, there's all these days, but they're all crossed off and then it's like one back to one again. Yeah. Things like that.
0: You got a t-shirt that says Punk and Drublick.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have mixed drinks about feelings. <laughs> uh, it is kind of weird, though, how that, that kind of happens. I agree. I and mean, yeah. it's very weird. It's, maybe it's karma kicking you right in the butt. That's what karma is there That's for. That's right. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, going to be sunny with a high of 52. Tomorrow, mix of rain and snow with a high of 40. It is currently 39 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah. Freedom credit. Patty with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, going to be sunny today with a high of 52. Tomorrow, uh, rainy with a high of 40. It's 39 right now in downtown Springfield. Do you think uh, with this opening of this uh, loft comedy club over in Chicopee that the, these comedians are like, oh, yeah, I love going to New England, and then they show up in Chicopee, and you're like, oh, this is the town that
2: we're in? <laughs>
0: No, the uh, the the Law of Comedy Club yeah. is uh, open now, uh, ninety two View Street, and uh, we have uh, comedy, comedy tonight and tomorrow night with comedian Kellen Erskine. Good morning, Kellen. How you doing? Good. How are you? Very very good. So uh, welcome to uh, welcome to New England. It'd be great to have you here.
3: Yeah, no, it is it is good to be here, and it is uh, it is my first time in this uh, part of Massachusetts. It's funny you bring that up because the first time that I performed in Canada, it was Winnipeg, <laughs> and uh, It was, they don't use salt to melt their snow, they use dirt. It was January, so it was just a big, muddy mess. And everyone there was like, we promise it's never like this. It's not, you have to come back another time. (laughs) I I came back a year later, and they had the biggest blizzard they'd had in a hundred years. And it had knocked down thousands of trees all over the city. There were tractors clearing everything up. And everyone was like, we promise it's it's never yeah. usually like this.
1: <laughs> come come back again next year.
3: Yeah. yeah. At some point you but will find is this is not
1: like?
0: the worst place in the world. <laughs> well, I don't think you're going to find that uh, this weekend, in uh, actually tonight and tomorrow at the at the loft Comedy Club. So tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, you've, you've appeared on Conan and in Comedy Central and Jimmy Kimmel and you're on, on America's Got Talent. Tell us a little bit more about yourself.
3: Yeah, I mean, I uh, started comedy in San Francisco, which is a great place to uh, to do it. Ended up moving to L.A., which sucks, but you uh, have to for <laughs> for comedy. I got a wife and uh, and three kids. I don't really talk about them uh, in my in my act, though. Um, yeah, I mean, I uh, I enjoy talking with the crowd. I don't know if you've seen my clips. Uh, I don't get really hostile about it. But I, I try and try and make every show a, a, a unique. Uh, I mean, if someone deserves it, they deserve it. Right, right, um, right. But yeah. Now, now do, a lot do, of ob- uh-huh.
1: do you not talk about your your family because you just don't want to mix, uh, you know, work with uh, your home life, or are you just they just don't want you to talk about them?
3: Yeah, I, I mean, it's a little bit of both. <laughs> like it's, I just. I see too many comics, like, punching down, or, you, you know, that stereotypical comic that's like, ugh, can, can you believe my wife? And right. their, their wife is always just the worst. And it's like, then why are you still married? This is so bizarre. <laughs> well, like, because it ma-
1: Hey, I'll tell you why, Kellen, because it makes for great comedy. That's why. <laughs> yeah,
3: I just... I don't consider my spouse right. a write-off. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no there but there's a number of comics out there who like their manager is their wife, and you know yeah. I, I would imagine after four oh, or five sure. four or five jokes after that it's gotta be a, gotta be a long ride home uh-huh. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah
3: I, I like to do a lot of sort of observational relatable stuff that uh, yeah that isn't my my
1: children. <laughs> that, that, that not about your kids but uh so you got uh, so you you do a lot of these I see a lot of your clips on uh, on on Facebook like those short clips that you do mm-hmm. yeah do you put those up or is somebody doing that for you that's like oh, you know what we captured a great moment from him let's put it up on the uh, on the thing or are you doing that yourself?
3: I'm, I'm doing that, yeah, I'm doing that, and it, it kind of sucks, this stuff, it's, it's the game now, but it's really hard to, like, try and craft an hour and then be like, what's a good 45 seconds? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that really captures who I am, and the the other thing that's awful about it is that it just sort of goes out to the universe, and so I've, I've had to stop reading comments, because, <laughs> uh, because of how dumb most people are like i i have this joke i used to tell about how penguins i think penguins are cold because they walk like they're wearing wet pants
1: right <laughs> okay that's funny
3: and uh, evolution doesn't make if if evolution is real why is it that these these birds that can't use, don't even have wings why don't they have knees either
1: <laughs> right
3: and I can't tell you how many, literally thousands of people have let me know that penguins actually do have meat.
1: They get really, yeah. really like kind of passionate about it too, like to prove you wrong, yeah. and they can't understand that it's just a joke. <laughs> and you, you realize it? it yeah. it's just me being funny,
3: right? I'm, I'm not being. <laughs> I'm not a, Yeah, people are like. Uh, <laughs> you need to uh, correct this TED Talk. It's like. Yeah. I uh sometimes you sort of understand what what Thanos was all about.
0: <laughs> you know, information and education has killed more comedy careers than maybe anything else in the world. <laughs> 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 I think that's a, a dangerous territory to play. Very dangerous territory. Absolutely. To be yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Kellen Erskine is going to be at the uh, at the uh, the Loft Comedy Club on uh, ninety two View Street in Chickabee tonight and tomorrow night, both seven thirty shows. Kellen, uh, great great to have you on. I hope you have a great t- time this weekend and-, and thanks for being on the show.
3: Uh oh, thanks for having me. Come on down, everyone. Very All right, good,
0: Kellen Erskine with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred and two. <laughs>